Hello, wrestling fans. It's Quint Cruiser. Hey, that's me. And today I'm with Jeremiah Plunkett. Hey, yellow again, everybody. Jeremiah Plunkett and Quentin Charisma. By golly, we're smack dab along ringside. And son of a gun, we are ready to go with another big week of the Territorial Wrestling Review Podcast. And that's probably as excited as we will get over today's episode. That is right. <laughs> oh, man, you weren't lying last week when you said this one was going to be rough. Man, this was a stinker of all stinkers. This this show just flat out sucks. I'm sorry, it sucked. <laughs> they, they really just put a stop to all uh, all storylines. Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, but you know what? You have to you have to you have to soldier through the bad ones to appreciate the good ones. And while I was watching this on YouTube, it automatically went in the next weeks. While I was up getting something, and I got a little bit of the start of next week. Next week so, is good. I watched yeah. it. I already went and watched the whole show. Except for that, <laughs> I think I miss. I think, well, I watched it up to like the last minute or two. So I watched all next week's show because I was like, and should I give a spoiler alert? No, no spoiler alerts. Okay. No spoiler alerts. It's just from the beginning I saw it's really, really good. Um, so it makes me appreciate that we're about to soldier through this one. Yeah, it, it made it. Yeah, because I'll tell you something. I kept falling asleep. It was so bad. I had to go back up and rewind where it was at. So I didn't make, that didn't make it even worse. It, it was awful. And, I managed to power through in one sitting, but whew, it and was I, rough. You know, and I watched a lot of my matches through the years, and I, you know, that, that was rough, but this was even rough. Rougher than, than watching my matches through the years. <laughs> it was, uh, it, this was pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah, uh, okay, so we're on show number 31. Uh, we're reviewing the CWA Memphis TV show from August 1st, 1987. That's uh, the uh, Evansville Indy. Yeah, dang, I already started getting tongue tied. Evansville Indy. Dang! <laughs> in, Indiana is the state you're searching for. Evansville, Indiana feed. Some of these was taped in Memphis, Tennessee on July 25th, 1987. And we get the B show of the loop slash bicycle tape. Uh, so, yeah, this show sucked. Uh, last week we had a really heavy angled show, uh, which it was I thought was really, really booked well. Uh, we talked about how good... Everybody did their. It was in, in the uh, in the angles. Just really did their part well and did it just top notch work. And like I said, we, you know, here's it's, it's it's the B tape, so the B show. Um, they might have got you know more. You know, well the the A show would definitely be this would be the studio, but. They still do the studio off, you know, wherever that card is at night, too. So, the card, so the A-show wouldn't have been much better. So. Yeah, and, and they're, they're, all that storyline work they did the week before, they blow up. Yes. Because this is not about storylines, as we learned from Lance and Eddie Marlin, who yeah. couldn't even be bothered to wear a suit jacket. Yeah, so they start off at the desk, and we notice usually on the B shows, it's usually Lance by himself when he does on the B show for the Luke tape. 
He wasn't by himself. He was sitting there with Eddie Marlin at the desk. And like you said, Eddie Marlin was just... He, he, he I, may as well have been by himself. Yeah, but I think what he had Marlin there to do was to try to explain this, because this is... It was actually confusing. Uh, this It's confusing in why in the world would you shoot these hot, hot angles and do them so well and just scrap it. So... I guess they needed some out to try to explain, because, oh, it just don't make sense. Uh, but I think I know, they had to have a new booker. That's the only thing, is when somebody, when somebody comes in, a new booker, they usually blow up the crap before, you know, what was done before them, start scratch, usually. But, I and That would make sense, but, and so this, what we're talking about, guys, is the Night of Dream matches. Yes. They talk about the Night of Dream matches, and it's this big, exciting new thing that uh, everybody, it, the fans always ask, uh, you know, wrestlers, what would your dream match be, and all this and that. They're, they're just hard selling it, trying to get it over, and ugh. I mean, it's like, you know, dream matches? I mean, and then they, then when they go start into the dream matches through the show, you'll you'll understand. I mean, it could really been good, but these dream matches are sorry as crap. Yeah, they're 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 pretty terrible. Um, Dude, this has got Jerry Jarrett, Jerry Lawler booking all over it. I wouldn't be surprised. It, it, this it's is not. Horrible. This is not done booking. And next week, what happens all next week? You can tell they done. If Dundee might be booking his own angle, but everything else is somebody else. Uh, so definitely, they got a new booker. Dundee's not booking anymore. Because um, this right here, Dundee would know in the world. Book this. This has got Jerry Jarrett, and with the amount of people on the cards, screams Jerry Lawler. So, well, so we've got four tag matches. <laughs> the the winning team of those tag matches gets their dream match to come true. So that gives us four dream matches, and the main event for this night of dream matches: a battle royal in a cage for two thousand dollars. Okay, Quentin. How do you do a battle royal in a cage? Okay, here's the thing. Um, before I say that, that right there was that what makes me think Jerry Jarrett's got something involved in it because that is about the. I almost said sorry, I almost said the wrong word. The most stupidest, if that's a word, most stupidest um, idea I've ever heard. So what they're going to do is they're going to have a battle royal. When you think a battle in a cage, so you guys come over the no, they're gonna, they're bringing back out the big cage they made for the Lawler and Idol match. They're going to use it. So when you get thrown out of it, you have to go out and out the gate. Here's my thing. What if you don't want to go out the gate? Who's going to make them? Jerry Calhoun? This is the stupidest idea I've ever heard in my life. I'm sorry. It just... It, 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 no, no. I, I entirely agree. And they keep, they, they keep referring it to a battle royal in a cage. And they don't really explain it well. I mean, they go into one point where they lay it on and they lay out the cage. So I understand it's a big cage. Um, but still, you would think 
you know, what, do you have to be thrown off the top of the cage? That's what you think, because, you know, because they just got that cage, you know, before they had the one that was on the ring, you know, but when they got that cage for, the, you know, the Lawler uh, idol thing, you know, so a lot of people, you know, don't know about it, really, so um, it's like, you know, they're thinking of the one they've had uh, forever, that old crappy, you know what I'm saying? So... I mean, you don't, you're not thinking like, oh, how they're going to climb the top? That's just going to be weird. And then later on, they explain that you're going to use the big cage. But, uh, but yeah. So, and the winner gets, what, is it $3,000? $2,000. $2,000. gosh. Yeah, that's quite even, the payoff. That's, wasn't the one they had, didn't one the payoff bigger than that? On the, no, it was, it was $1,600 previous. Okay, I'm sorry, I remember the one they had earlier on TV, it um so that it that was only four hundred dollars less than this big extravaganza. Yep. What the crap? See, this can't be Dundee's booking. There's no way. <laughs> but, but Dundee will be in a match, as well as uh, Jeff Jarrett and Billy Travis are one of the first people we pitch to to learn what their dream's going to be. Yeah, they go to Travis and Jarrett. Um. Okay. What happened to Travis and Star? They were starting and, to get over with the people. What happened to Travis and Star? And when did Travis and Jarrett become the AWA Southern Tag Team Champions? Exactly. That's what I got on here too. I said, I put, what happened to Travis and Star? I said, and but that's our talk. And I talked about you know they um, their dream matches with Bruno if they beat um, uh, Diamond and Tanaka, they get a match with Bruno. And a partner of his choice, and I said, and then I said, hold on, they're holding the Southern belts, tag belts. When did they? When did this happen? And then I put, hold on, why would that be a dream match? It, shouldn't it be uh, Travis, Travis and, and and Jarrett against Bruno in a handicap match? Because if Bruno could choose his partner, what if he chooses one of the Moon Dogs? And, well, you see, and, and stays see, out of the ring. And stays out of the ring the whole time. You see, Quentin, they, they are baby faces. So that means that they want to a give the heel manager a fighting chance, and b they're stupid. <laughs> I keep forgetting. I ain't supposed to put logic into Memphis wrestling on some of the things. I keep forgetting that. Hey, but but if they win that match, that they for some reason even the odds for themselves. They also get to tar and feather Bruno. No, 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 no. That's not them. Oh, you're right. That's not them. No, that's they get a, they get a shot at the AWA World Tag Team uh, ah. titles, which next week we find out about that. <laughs> so that's their. Uh, so I'll, I'd start off. It don't make no sense because we're uh, you know how did they? Because last time I thought didn't. I thought Billy Travis and Mark Starr had the, the tag belts. And then they lost to the clones. Clone got One of the clones got hurt, so they didn't acknowledge the, the, the title switch. So, how, what, what is <laughs> I, I don't know. And it doesn't help that these, none of these promos are inspired. <laughs> you know, the, guy, the guys are like, this is stupid. What, what are we talking about? You know what it, I tell you, this is what it looks like. They showed up the studio, and at ten o'clock, uh, they walk. Uh, 
Jerry, Jerry, Jerry Lawler walk in and say, guys, we're the new bookers. Um, this is what we want. So you got 45 minutes to figure out what, what you're going to say. And they're all like, huh? <laughs> you know? Yeah. It, uh, oh, and by the way, Jeff, you're a tag team champion. Yeah. Actually, I, I, I can't just say that because we did see footage that tries to explain it. Yeah, but still, how did they get, how the belts get off from um, Travis and Starr? They ran a spot show in Buenos Aires, Argentina. Because they didn't, from what all I got, they never acknowledged the clones beating them. Because the clone got hurt like in that match or the next day, and they had to they switched them back to Trav uh, to Star Travis and Star from what I've I've all read. So I'm so confused. <laughs> I think they're trying to confuse so many gets everybody so confused and get everything so confusing you can't keep up with it, so you won't realize it's all screwed up. Like that's I'm assuming. Well, they're doing a darn good job of it. Yes, they are. <laughs> uh, so the the footage we get, though, uh, is uh, Paul Diamond and Pat Tanaka versus Billy Travis and Jeff Jarrett from Jackson, Tennessee. Yes. Um, hold on. Did we skip something? No. Hold on. Let me. I'm, <laughs> I skipped something. Let me look at my notes real fast. Uh, let's see. Yeah, they won the bell. Okay. Oh, here it is. Uh, okay. And they talk about uh the Dream Mayors. Said they won okay, one of the belts Uh Okay, this is what I put. Uh said no okay, well, let's have, okay. They talk about uh they get to beat if they get to beat uh Paul Nyman, Patanaka, they get a dream match, blah blah. And then they said they won the belts from Pat and Paul I put on notes uh, when this happened. Then Jeff says, says some of the people didn't see it, and I put no kidding. Uh, oh, yeah, it was in Jackson. They did it at a house show. Yeah. That weird. And it says, uh, uh, Travis talks about Bruno being in the being in the territory a long time. Uh, uh, and it did, something that it kind of stuck out was... Uh, and they said that Bruno get to pick his partner, and, and Billy Travis goes, he could pick Jerry Lawler, he could pick Bill Dundee. <laughs> I was like, huh? Yeah, why would you make that suggestion? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that was kind of odd, you know, kind of odd. And then Jeff basically cuts him off and mentions the battle roll real fast. Uh, notice Jeff stumbled over his words a few times. Uh, Billy's was short and to the point. Um, I, they did the best they could do, because, man, you know this was thrown on them, and because none of this was thought out, so, yeah. So I go back to Lance and, uh, I almost said Dave. <laughs> Lance and Eddie. Um, then they do that clip of the match from, from Jackson, Tennessee. And they said it's the finals of the Southern Tag uh, Tournament. So, somewhere we missed a, a stripping. And did did maybe Mark Starr get hurt at some point? I, well, no, because he's there been on every card. <laughs> I don't. That's what I'm saying. They've got everything so confused. Um, now Jackson at the time was a monthly town, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a month. So yeah, so basically it was basically a house show. Yeah. And I, I bet no. I will say this. I bet nobody thought there was going to be a title switch there. Well, 
if they had a tournament, well, they, they did. <laughs> if you're having a tournament, as they said, it was a tournament. So, if they said it was in the finals for the Southern Tag Team Tournament. So, I guess when they the fans arrived there that night, they were like, wow, we can see it, you know. Because nobody had them. It was a tournament for them. So, so I don't I, like I said, I'm, I'm so confused from it. And I tried to figure it out today, and I, I couldn't. So, uh, the clip. We get some spot-on Randy Hales commentary. Yeah, Randy Hales does a commentary. Um, it's joined in progress. Uh, they start with, it's joined with the uh, Heats on Billy. It, it, this was really short. They didn't, how long do you think this clip was? Oh, five minutes, maybe? I don't I know, maybe less. Long, was it? <laughs> I don't know, this whole show felt long. Oh, I, yeah. I, do, I do know the, the double down, or one of the double downs, um, Billy hits Tanaka with the worst clothesline ever. Yeah, yeah, that was right, that was, um, they went, that was the first, um, Cause they got, actually, it was longer than I thought. Well, never mind. I was thinking of something else. Well, they, they did at least three false tags. That's right, because they did the false. Then they, uh, there was a double heat. I remember now. Let me, yeah, let me. I need to read my notes. Trying to, instead of trying to golf my stupid brain. Actually, yeah, it was longer. I'm looking at my notes now. Yeah, because they uh, got the heat on. Joined the progress with uh, heat on Billy. Uh, yeah, they did some false. And finally, it was a hot tag to Jeff. And he comes in the fit the. Uh, Pat and Paul were feeding him and bumping like crazy. He hits that big drop kick on uh, Pat Tanaka. Uh, they break up. They go into a... Uh, I think they went to a four-way, didn't they? And then they uh, then uh, he puts the ref puts Travis out, and then they get some heat on Jeff for a second heat. And, yeah, uh, and uh, Jeff takes a second heat, and it's a really weird heat. Uh, he, there's no comeback. Well, he makes his own comeback. Well, did, did you see he, that? He, he starts it by no selling. Yeah. Did you see the the flying elbow by, by Paul Diamond? Yeah. That looked good. Yeah, and also uh, when they start the heat on Jeff, uh, they throw Jeff over the top rope to get the heat, and man, that got as much heat as a chair shot to the head. People, yeah. People still believe that over the top rope. Yeah, because it's all, and, you know, at that time in Memphis, it was still, you know, really, really, you know, because they still believed in it, yeah. Hey, let me, I gotta pause this real fast. Um, I'm gonna take a quick break. Hold on one second. Alright, sorry about that little little skip there, but it's, it'll be edited out. But, uh, so we were, where were we at about the, right, we get the comeback? Yeah, he, uh, he, he, you know, just gets straight up for two, two super kicks. Yeah, I know. It was, it's like, what the crap? He just Hulk, Hulk Hogan them, didn't he? Yeah, and it was weird. He didn't, like, take him and shrug him off or no. anything. He took the bump and then fed straight up. Yes, and just looked down, stood staring, and I was like, boy, he just killed Tanaka's kick. <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't need Billy because he hits Tanaka with 847 punches. Well, they do a uh, do a long one-two back and forth. Um, one-two, you know, punch, punch, you know, punching each other. It's one, we call them one-twos. Uh, so they did, usually a one-two last, usually like three apiece. They did about six, and then Jeff just kept going with just ones. <laughs> yeah, and it, I mean, it was, it was, uh, obviously it's hyperbole to say 847. Yeah. But he hit, 
<laughs> it was in double digits. Yes. And Tanaka never took a bump. He's like, you snow, you kill my kick, I'm killing your punch. <laughs> yeah, he, he just kept sitting there and wobbling. Yeah. I was like, I was wondering, I was like, okay. He's, he didn't, well, usually he'd wobble a couple times and you take the bump. He, he didn't, wouldn't go down. I was like, oh. <laughs> and then finally, Paul Diamond starts to get in. Billy blows in, takes Diamond. Yeah, um, four away. Yeah, a little four away. We get a... This gets messed up, dude. Yeah, we get a, a, an errant powder throw, which leads to Jeff Pitt pinning Tanaka off just the powder. Yeah. The, the powder in the eyes nullifies the ability to lift your shoulders. Yeah. Oh. It was, uh, okay. it was something. You know, okay, as soon as they, they hit him with the powder, the baby faces powder out. Huh? <laughs> After the pin, one, two, three, and they powder out. Uh, okay, that got set up. That was just really... Um, clustered. Um, kind of looked like uh, Pat was gonna go for a Connor roll, and at the last minute, it's like, well, that won't, that won't, you know. It, it, and he just stopped and just kind of held Jeff, and Bruno threw the powder and he ducked. Did you kind of notice that? Yeah. Like, yeah um, ah, God, I don't know. It was just dumb. And then literally, is a straight back bump off powder and pin with no effort to kick out. See, the whole the whole Memphis psychology on that is you're supposed to be kicking and squirming and hit, cover, you know, putting your hands on your eyes so you can't kick out. He just dead sold it. Yeah, maybe it was anthrax. <laughs> maybe all this time in Memphis they've been just throwing anthrax in people's faces. Yeah. But usually you, you squirm and sell, but you put your you know, you get your hands up on your eyes and trying to get it, but so when they're covering you, you're not trying to kick out, you're just trying to wipe your eyes out, you know, so, he, but he just didn't even, he just dead sold, just lay there, like, almost motionless. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, that, not good. That whole sequence there just kind of, because yeah, there was no hot tag, they all just, they just came in for, you know, Diamond and uh, Travis just coming. So, but when Travis come in, he came to the House of Fire and was throwing some good punches on. He was wailing on Diamond. That looked good for about two seconds so that you could see it, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it absolutely did, but it just, you know, it, it proves Billy needs Jeff. Jeffs don't need Billy, I guess. And here's the thing. I'm one, because that whole thing just got so messed up. Do you think... Tanaka kind of got mad at Jeff because he, maybe they, it was, you know, that he knows, you know, he really, I mean, maybe they said he just no sell the, you know, no sell the kick, but he strongly knows, you know what I'm saying? And my, because, I don't know, it just, that whole, from there, from that point on, it got weird. Yeah. Yeah, it did. So I'm just wondering if there was a little something to that. So, but it was good. We had, that was good. We get to see a, um, um, Cost him, and they had was a lot longer than I thought. It was the other ones that were really, really short. So I go back to Lance and Eddie at the desk. Um, Paul and Pat talk about their dream match. Um, it's uh, hold on, did I write this right? <laughs> their match was with the Moon Dogs, right? No, 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 no I'm sorry. Uh, uh, <laughs> Paul and Pat are wrestling 
Jeff and Billy. Special um, referee. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So, so they want, if they win, they want an immediate Southern Tag Team title match with the Moondog as the referee. Yeah. And I'm sitting here thinking, That's stupid. Yeah, because is a Moondog be able to count? <laughs> and yeah. what's Moondog is it? And did you notice um, Paul and Pat, when they were talking, Bruno wasn't with them? Bruno wasn't with them, and they were both wearing dress shirts. That has nothing to do about nothing. But. <laughs> I was like, huh? It just threw me off. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, Pat, Pat never dresses up. Yeah. Not anymore. When he turned heel, he stopped dressing up. When he was with Jeff, he dressed up all the time. Yeah, so, yeah, I can see that now. It makes uh, sense. Uh, Diamond handled the majority of the talking, and it was, you know, it was decent. Tell you, um, Paul's becoming a better talker than Patty is. Yeah, it's his voice. It just, his but, voice. Yeah, I know, but, it, but just saying, though, he's actually coming along. He's getting there. Yeah. No, he's definitely getting better. I, mean, can't I, feel, do like nobody. He, I feel like he doesn't know what to do with his hands, so he moves them constantly. Yeah, he, like, but he, he can't change his voice, but, I mean, going from, you know, six months ago where he never said a word, hardly. So, he, uh, you know, he's already coming along. Um, so, they go back to the studio, and it, the, the shot the is the shot of the ring, and they go straight into a match. Uh, it says it's expiration of time match, so this must have been on the um, A, sh- A tape. Uh, this was the expiration time match. Uh, the graphic says, uh, actually, had, the graphic was full names today. It said Paul Diamond and Pat Tanaka versus Alan West and John Paul. Uh, and no Bruno graphics, and there was no Bruno at all. No. Uh, but Diamond and Tanaka were in matching red gear. Yeah, they have their... Uh, and matching red jackets. They have they have all new gear and everything and um, uh, that's what the they looked at from there on out when they went to the AWA and uh, so yeah that's they started actually this was like the first week we actually got to see them uh, dress as a team and from here on out so they that's what they did um, uh, Pat and West start uh, not much very basic shine. Well, Alan West is all punches this week, just about, and that's okay. Yeah, because that's all he can do. Um, but like I said it's very basic. Uh, then they go into a, right into a four way, and um, <laughs> Tanaka just throws Calhoun out of the ring. It's like um, it's like a minute in, and and yeah, he shoves him first, and then he just grabs him and and then throws him out. Then they grab uh, John Paul and throw him out. Uh, they double team Alan West with a catapult DDT. They go out and they throw John Paul back in. They give him a, a double team catapult DDT on him. Um, they just keep beating on him. Nobody ever come for the save. No, they finally do, but it takes forever. Well, no, Eddie Marlin is the one that came out. Oh, Eddie came out for the save. <laughs> I mean, talk about in the ring, you know, slot. No baby face. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, no. Yeah, it's, it was no really strange. It was just, you know, no Bruno being out there. Nobody made the save. Eddie Moore had to come out and get him out of the ring. Uh, just really weird. It, hey, just, the Catapult DDT, though, is pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. It, it, it's, I think that should be their finisher. I think that needs to be their finisher. Um, and they had massive studio heat. Yes, yes. They, they, they're they definitely the, got some heat going. Uh, so they cut the break. And they go to Lance with the Evansville card for Wednesday night. 
August 5th, 1987, Evansville calls him, Evansville, Indiana. He says, Dream Match Night, Battle Royal, Cage Battle Royal, nine big matches. He says, Jeff Jarrett and Billy Travis take on uh, Paul Diamond oh. and Pat Tanaka. Yeah, stumbling. Bill Dundee, Rocky Johnson will go against George Barnes and Cousin. He says Bowie during this part. Uh, the Moondogs versus Big Bubba and Goliath. The Nasty Boys versus Mark Starr and Alan West. Uh, Big Bubba and, and it says Big Bubba and the Moon. What did I write here? Good grief. <laughs> and this is why I type my notes. Well, no, uh, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay, I went out. Okay, I was, you know, I was like I told you, I've been going through these, you know, notebook spiral things. So I had to go, <clears throat> so I had to go get me some new ones. And Meyer up here in Bowling Green, Meyer, which is an awesome store. Love going to Meyer. They had, um, spiral bound notebook paper, uh, 75 sheets, four for a dollar. I'm like, shoot, yeah. My dumb butt don't read it right. Read notes on, on the actual folder gimmick thing. So I get home, go to write in it. It's college bound. Man, that is so tiny. I, I was just like, this sucks. I just bought four things of these jokers, and the lines are so small. And even double space, the, the space in between my lines, it's still, it's so tiny I can barely read it. And this has been another episode of Things That Cheese Me Off with Quentin Charisma. <laughs> but anyway... So what happened? Okay, since my my lines are so small, and I can't read what I wrote. What is what? So after the Nasty Boys and Mark Star Alan West match, what does they? What does he say after that? <laughs> he uh, he lets us know that you know each each uh, tag match has a, a special dream match, like Bubba's dream match. If he wins, he wants one of the boo Moon Dogs, and if Bubba wins, Bruno is tarred and feathered. Yeah. Then he plugs the battle, the cage battle royal, and uh, then they go back to the studio. Well, Lance and Eddie at the desk. They talk about Bill Dundee and Rocky Johnson's match with uh, George Barnes, and he says Bowie again. Um, I don't think Lance really knows what to call him. He's like, I'm sure that he got the memo of this guy, um, you know, two minutes before they went out the door that, that this guy's name was. And I'm sure because Jerry Jarrett's almost has his speech is not that very good anyway. He talks slow, and so he probably couldn't pronounce it right either. Um, so Lance was kind of like, "Huh?" Uh, so they cut to the uh, uh, they cut to Bill and Rocky plugging their match. Bill calls him Bluey, so I'm assuming that's his name. It's Blue, Cousin Bluey. Uh, Rocky, do you notice he called uh, Bill Dundee Willie? I, I did, and he he also kind of kind of big league Bill Dundee's like, all right, just sit there and hold the microphone. Yeah, and then he um, he called him George Barnes, uh, Burns, called George, George Barnes, George Burns again two times. Yeah, I'm wondering if it's intentional and just not funny. I'm I'm, I'm starting to wonder that too, because clearly they would have said something by now. And he's supposed to, he's trying to be funny, and it's like, 
I don't know if y'all got the memo, but all y'all guys over 40, y'all are not funny on the mic. Right. So I'm starting to think that too. It might be either they think it's funny. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, he just takes over and just, Dundee's like, just standing there and he talks about his dream match is a boxing match with George Barnes. Which, uh, was it last week? Hold on. Or was it? Last week he got a match with George Barnes. Okay. So this but, week he wants just a match with just him and Barnes, but a boxing match. Right. Okay. That's what it is. That's right. Because last week Dundee was a special referee. This week he he just wants if if so yeah he just basically takes over the interview from Dundee and. He gets to choose, if they win, he gets to choose the dream match, and Dundee gets nothing. <laughs> yes. Kind of hillish, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thought, you know, and I, I didn't watch all of the next show, but I wouldn't be surprised if something came out of this. Or I'd actually be surprised if something came out of this with Memphis booking. <laughs> it just says like, huh, he just kind of, yeah, he just took over, and so Dundee gets no say-so or gets to... Um, you know, it's supposed to be a dream match for the team, but he just took over. And, um, so anyways, I go back to Lance, and, um, he says that they might, uh, says many have been, uh, there's many haven't been introduced to Bluey, so he said it's, uh, so they throw it to the video, uh, hold on. Uh, man, I got, I got to go. I got, I got to get new paper. These lines are so small, dude. I can't read my car out. <laughs> well, here I'll, I'll help you out. He pitches to a studio match. Uh, it's Bill Dundee versus one of the clones. I believe he said three twenty-eight. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, got, I can say three twenty-eight on here. <laughs> Dundee comes to the ring so slowly. Oh my gosh! And he, it, hey, he, he, can't, he had music. Every hand. He come out in his. He had a uh, Elvis jumpsuit on. He came out to music. It was I'm No Angel by Greg Allman. Was that what it was? I was going to yeah. ask you what it, yeah, was. it was. Oh, Gre it was the worst entrance music ever. Yeah, it's so horrible. Yeah, I'm No Angel by Greg Allman. I was like, boy, that's a real fired up song. Um, and yeah, he shook everybody's hands, hugging I, and shaking. I, I, I did love he goes to take this one girl's hat off her head. Yeah. And she gets hot. Yeah, she gets mad at him. I was like, uh, you might want to keep going there. But yeah, I saw that. She got mad. <laughs> And who's this, who's doing commentary with Lance Russell? It's I think it's I put on here. I said when by the time he after ten minutes of baby facing around the ring, he walks by the desk and it looks like it's the 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 guy at the table the desk with Lance is the 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 local sports guy at the station. Gotcha. I, I think that's who it is. What's his name? Um, oh, because Scott Bowden always just talked about how we had. He watched the ten o'clock news on Mondays to get the results on the news. Sports guy, I can't remember the guy. He always said his name. I think that's who it is. Um, okay. I'm think I'm thinking. I didn't get a good I mean, look. The guy at him. added very little. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and where was Dave? So it, it it's just it's just the biggest confusionist thing I've ever seen. Um. Yeah, it, I'm pretty sure it's who I said you only got to see like about two seconds of me. Um, Barnes, uh, say, uh, Barnes comes out, goes straight over the desk, and says Bill's a yank now, 
and he's lost his Australian citizenship. <laughs> and uh, my favorite thing about this is he's sitting there just running down Bill, and like we we all know that these microphones, like you can hear them everywhere in the studio. Yeah. But Bill and the clone are just in the ring wrestling, just having a, a wrestling match, like they can't hear anything. Yeah. They, then uh, uh, the clone and Bill start trading shots, and then Bill just stops selling. He stops selling everything the clone's doing to him. You notice that? Yeah. He, at first, oh, he... <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it was like, they start out with match. Yeah, cause he's there, yeah, and you can hear it. And it's like, all of a sudden, it's like, it seemed like he would have stopped no-selling and turned around and knowledge bonds. But he just stopped no-selling anything he was doing, just kept on, though. It's like... He should have stopped no selling, turned around and looked at Barnes. But he not. He just. I was like, "This is just." <laughs> I'm thinking he's mad because obviously he got. He's not booking anything anymore. He's not booking no more. And so yeah. <laughs> oh, we can see one of the rare times Lance Russell uh, displays some power uh, because Barnes says he wants a match with Bill Dundee, and Lance is like, "Well, I'd like to see it. Get the clone out of the ring." Yeah, he does. He says. And Bruno hops up there, and man, the clone did this good. Because Bruno's up there telling the clone to come on. The clone don't want to go. He's, yeah. the, he's there to wrestle. He's looking like he starts looking confused. I'm wrestling, you know? He sold it for, you know, for what it was. I think he sold it pretty good. Because Bruno kept saying, come on, we're leaving. And the clone was like, no, I'm wrestling. I think it looked dumb. He just sort of turned around and just walked right out, you know? He, he, he was like... You know, the clone was confused, like, hey, I'm a rest, you know. So he sold it for what it was. He, I think he sold it pretty good. Um, you know, like I said, all considering the, the situation. So, <laughs> so the clone gets out of the ring. <laughs> Bill, I need catapults George Barnes in the ring and falls down. <laughs> Did you see that? Yep. Oh, that was great. Dude, I rewound it like ten times. He fell around his butt. <laughs> I was like, "Well, you just killed that hot, that hot start right there." <laughs> oh, that was bad. But man, <laughs> he hit him with a nice drop kick, though. <laughs> yeah, and Barnes is bumping and selling around for Dundee for yes. the few, few seconds he has to before uh, a mystery man with bleach blonde hair, a kangaroo jacket, and three-piece uh, black tights I said, I comes put, in. I put, he, I said, then all of a sudden, somebody hits the ring. He looks like a mix of David Schultz and Joey Cagle. <laughs> well, the that's animal pretty, pelt on. That's pretty spot on. <laughs> and I love Joey Cagle. But... <laughs> I ain't got, and I ain't got to worry about David Schultz ever listening to this come and beating me up. So he'll find you. <laughs> oh yeah, if he wanted to, that's what I'm saying. But he never want to hear this. Oh, he can find anybody. <laughs> oh yeah, he can find me. Wanted to, <laughs> but uh, they put some heat on Dundee, and they end up hanging him with a jump rope. Was that what that you was? That? Yes, I it was a jump rope. I, kept, I saw the handles. I, I saw. I couldn't tell what that was on the end. I kept looking at it, and I put. They got, I said, Barnes pulls out a very small, thin rope, and they start, um, they put it around Dundee's neck, and they hang him over the top rope with, and I was like, at first I thought, was it a chain? Because it's really thin looking. I was like, no, but it's not a chain. I said, I don't know what it is. It's some kind of thin rope. I said, it was a jump rope then. Okay. Yeah, I saw, I saw the handles and immediately started laughing. Okay, so, see, I couldn't tell. I saw 
I guess I could see what there was something on the end, but I couldn't tell so it was a jump rope handle. <laughs> Dang. Hey, you gotta use what you gotta use. I, you know, I didn't even look it up. Usually I would try to, <laughs> but man, this, I was so frustrated with this show. But, I mean, ugh. Um, then they take his one of his arms and wrap the rope around his arm to the to the ring rope, and they beat him to the safe from uh, Billy Travis, Jeff Jarrett, Alan West, John Paul make the save. Uh, and then I put I put a little side note: where the crap was Rocky? That's a good point. He didn't come out and make no save, huh? Uh huh. Remember what I said last week? But what if they would have made Dundee the hill turn the hill? Yeah. Maybe they're leaning that boy. They they were smart. They would have. Maybe they were until somebody. That's why they said, "Oh, Dundee, no more book." <laughs> maybe yeah. Dundee was. Maybe Dundee was planting some seeds or trying to. <laughs> Man, maybe maybe he wanted to tag back up with John, uh, with George Barnes and then start dragging the belts around. And oh, dude, that would have popped the territory so much. Oh my gosh. Man, that would have popped the territory. But you know. Uh, so, uh, then they go to, um, they go to George Barnes where he's talking about his dream match, and Bluey is standing behind him this time. He looks a little dif different. He's got a, a, little, a little bit, he's got the, uh, the Australian hat with the one vertical yeah. side on it. Yeah, got the hat on, the, the gimmick hat. But you can tell he bought it in America because it's like ten gallon hat. Yeah, so what the yeah, it's, it's 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 new looking. I see. Yeah, I put on there. I said it's new looking. So, uh, yeah, it, it's not a. It's not. It didn't come. It didn't come across. Uh, you know the ocean with him. Uh, and I said he keep, has a head, a constant head twitch, kind of like uh, uh, Rip Morgan used to have, and he had a slight eye roll. Uh, he looks different. Then he did in the studio. We didn't get a much a good clear shot of his face in the studio, but right here he don't look like um, David Schultz. Uh, the David Schultz mixed with Joey Cagle. He kind of looks like a chubby Ed the Bull Gettner. You probably have no idea who that is, do you? Not a clue. Uh, Mid eighties Florida Ed Bull Gettner. Look him up. I, I think they. I think they try to push him after Luger left. I think they try to put him in that spot. But he kind of looked like a chubby Ed the Bull Gettner with a big when Gettner had his full beard. Um, basically, um, he says he wants a match with Johnson and uh, he wants Bluey to be his ref. That's his dream match. So, uh, so I guess he wants a regular wrestle match with Johnson, but Bluey be his referee. Uh, so, that's what I got out from that. Then they cut to uh, break. Lance with Andrew Card. He plugs a house show in Vincennes, Indiana. It's actually pronounced Vincennes, Indiana. Okay. Lance was saying it all kinds of weird. Yeah. Um, I was gonna look it up, but like I said, I was just so frustrated with the show. I didn't even look it up. To see what it is. Um, actually, I should plug it next week, so I'll look it up for um, next week's. Uh, he mentions dream matches, the uh, cage battle roll. Eight, uh, eight, nine matches, and that's all he talks about. Nobody gives any plugs or anything about their match. Uh, cut back to the studio. Lance Teddy at the desk. Um, talks about Big Bubba and the Moondogs. I mean, Big Bubba and the Goliath and the Moondogs. 
Bruno with the Moon Dogs. He's they did they're talking. He says Bubba. Says Bubba's dream match is Bubba versus the Moon Dog with Goliath as a special referee. Uh, says if the Moon Dogs get beat, then he gets tarred and feathered. Okay, I'm so confused on this. So, what's the dream match? There's two dream matches in this, right? I mean, yeah, so, I mean, Bubba's dream match, like, because Goliath is just helping, I guess, is if Bubba wins, he faces one of the Moondogs in a singles match, apparently with Goliath as a referee now. Yeah. And, and if he loses, he get or if he wins, Bruno has to get tarred and feathered. So However, if the Moondogs win, they get a handicap match against Bubba, Bubba. With and the George bones. Barnes is the referee. And, and with, with the bones. They get to use their bones in the match. Oh, I missed that part. Yeah, they slid it in there. I didn't, yeah, they didn't really push it. And I put with the Moondog bones. Yeah. It's a handicap match. Barnes is referee. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I zoned out a little on Bruno's talking. Not that he was doing yeah. a bad job. He's doing a fine job. But the Moondogs are so entertaining just on his side. Yeah. Watching them. That they took my uh, attention away from the yeah. promo, specifically Spot. Uh, Spike, I'm sorry. Yeah, Spot, was really, Spot was really good, but I, I find he's better at roaming around and doing crazy stuff. Yeah. So inside those parameters, he was just kind of looking around. Yeah. But, you know, Spot would make, make faces, or Spike would make faces and whatnot. And think about this. Look at Spike, and imagine if Josephus dyed his beard and hair. They look a lot alike. Really? Oh, speaking of that, I know I'm getting way off topic and I'm probably going to waste time that we need to use on something else. So I'm looking, uh, doing some research. I run across my great-grandfather's obituary. Guess what his name was? Josephus. Josephus Earhart. <laughs> Fantastic. Way to give away your shoot last name. Huh? How do you know? That, no, that could be on my mama's side. <laughs> no, no, you, no, no, I'm not giving away. You are. <laughs> now, now, uh, now David Schultz is for sure going to find you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like he's listening. <laughs> or anybody that knows him would listen to, to tell him. Anyway, yeah. I'm or just, anybody, period. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Hey, exactly. My own wife won't even listen to me. Well, I mean, we <laughs> little on David Schultz. Okay, uh, where was I at? Before I got way off track as usual. Oh, we, we had just the, finished the promo. Yeah. Okay. So, not only does he get a dream match, he gets a stipulation in the dream match. How was that? Well, I mean, that's what was in his dream. <laughs> okay. I, well, you know what? I didn't book this crap. <laughs> I, you know, if I was on the main like, hey, hold on. I want to I put some more stipulations in my dream match now, you know? Yeah. So it, it's like, huh? So I'm up here, I'm just so confused. Um, so they go back to the desk. Lance throws still matched at the midside call sim with the Moon Dogs against Bowman Goliath. I was like, this is going to be good. They start out with all four on the floor. Bubba slams Spike on the timer's table. Uh, the guardrail gets knocked down, and when I said the guardrail, the whole guardrail fell, not just a piece of it, the whole front guardrail fell. It was getting crazy. They was ramming them to the tables, It was, and then I think it was Bubba and was it Spike and went to the back fighting. 
Yeah, yeah spot, spots bleeding. Yeah, I mean, this is good, and all, and then it cuts off. Yeah, it was two minutes. It was, two if, if that, I'm like, why in the world this was going to be good? A good brawl, and this was going to be a good brawl. You could tell it was good. You know, because stuff was getting tore up, and blood, and, and this is what people wanted to see. And they give us, like, two minutes of it. Now I'm like, this, I mean, it's like, dang. You know? I, it's, I don't know. Uh, I said it's really short. Um, then they, uh, let's see, uh, Bubba and Goliath, they plug their dream match. It's Bubba and the Moondog with Goliath as a ref. If Bubba wins, he gets Bruno, Tartan, Feather. I guess, I, I guess I'm still confused on how many... What was the original match to get the dream match? Because I'm still, I've, I've gotten so confused. It was Moondogs against Bubba and Goliath. Okay, so then the dream match was him against one of the Moondogs. I never said which one, just one of the Moondogs, and then Goliath, Special Ref, and Bruno get tarred and feathered. Okay, so there's just too much to that. Uh, I will say Goliath looks like he's grown up. He doesn't look like a giant baby anymore. Yeah, he looks good. Yeah, he looks... um. He looks, he's like, he's, he's aged about five years. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he, he's grown his hair out, and he's got it back in a ponytail instead of all yeah, wild. Yeah, he looks, he looks, he looks like he's got a little older. Yeah, he looks like a giant trucker now. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, you know, a, a jacked trucker. He yeah, looks, not, you know, a big muscular trucker. He looks in better shape, not. too. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't have the, the big, his belly's not as big anymore, yeah, it's looks, just big, really period. Good. Like, he wore a gym shirt this time, and I didn't go, you weren't there. He had the cap, too. Yeah. He got that when he signed up for the membership that he went three times. I don't know. It looks like he's been going. No, he has. He does look like, he is, he does look like he's in good shape. A uh, lot better shape than he was. A lot better. Um, so, man, that's what he's been doing with his time off. Um, so, they go back. Uh, they come back in, to the desk. It's... Uh, Lance and Eddie, they throw it to the Nasty Boys for their dream match. Nasty Boys against uh, the regular matches. Nasty Boys against uh, Mark Starr and Alan West. How did Mark Starr go, on, go from the being a tag champion with Billy Travis to getting teamed with Alan West? Who did he make mad? Jeff Jarrett wanted his old partner back. I guess. Uh, this was an interesting dream. Yeah, this was actually pretty good. Because uh, you can see the Hills wanting this. The Nassies, uh, if they win their match, their dream match is a match against Eddie Marlin and Randy Hales. And Sags calls Marlin Big Ed and said he's a wrestler like 50 years ago. This was actually the the probably the best knobs that talked on the mic. Yeah, and you know, that, that's the thing, like, there, there's no memorable Nasty Boy promos, yeah. but their promos were always fun. Yeah, this was the probably, this is the best one they had in Memphis so far. Yeah, oh no, it was way better than that cheap heat getting one in the studio. That was terrible. Yeah, this is actually the better better, better of anything they've done so far. Um, I, but, but then we have to ruin that with watching them wrestle here in a minute. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so basically that's what theirs was. Um, so they go back to the desk and everyone says he doesn't want to do it. Um, the base says he has to because if he gives everybody else their dream match on the card, he can't, you know, he has to give the Nasty Boys their twos. It wouldn't be right, basically. 
Um, and, and, I, and I did like that he said he has no business being in the ring anymore. Yeah. And, you know, that he's pulling for the baby faces and yeah. whatnot. Yeah, as he said, he's, yeah, I'm pulling. I'm going to say I'm, I'm pulling for Weston Star. And then he did he say something he's going to give him. He said, I'll give him some extra money or something. He said he'd give him something. Yeah. Oh, also, did you know there was something sitting on the desk the whole t- show? I, I, I never a, noticed. I thought it was a belt at first. I could never tell what it was. Yeah, something was sitting right down on the desk the whole basically the whole show. I could never figure out what it was. Um so they throw a match at the Mid-South Coliseum, so we'll get another Mid-South Coliseum match. It's George Barnes and Alan West against the Nasty Boys. It's Jordan Progress. The heat's on Alan West. Base is a lot of punch and kicks from what I it, it, it's the blind leading the blind while uh, while West is in. Yeah. Uh George Barnes, uh, he never got in the match because this is only this was this is another short clip, about two minutes. Barnes never got in, right? No, he ne- he never got in. He's working the apron great, and then we get some... he gets on the house mic twice, three times. Oh, is it three? You know? Okay, and, yeah, and we get uh, and each time he gets on the house mic, uh, Wes breaks away to make the tag. Yeah. with no George Barnes there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh... and it's, it's a good spot. You know, it's it's a good spot each time it happens. But it's just oh, all the in between is terrible. Yeah. West starts making his own comeback with his horrible drop kicks. Yeah, yeah, it was the the setup of it was really good, but the people involved sucked except for Barnes. So you know, you get what you get out of it. Um, he goes over to make the hot tag to Barnes, and Barnes just looks at him and punches him. Um, yeah, decks him in the face and walks out. Yeah. Walks out, uh, nasty, bo- nasty brothers. <laughs> nasty boys cover him for the one, two, three. Uh, they come back to the desk. Marks on Al West. Um, they threw it. Uh, they did pitch it to Mark. Marks on Al West for their Alan West. Ugh. Alan West, not West. West with their uh, dream match. Uh, they said if they beat the Nasty Boys, they want a Southern Tag Team Title match that night. So. There's a show. And Wes does 99% of the talking. Yeah. Mark. And it's horrible. You think all these other promos were uninspired, and they were. Yeah. Mark but Star you was, would think Wes is reading off a teleprompter. And, and Star, they said, well, like, one word, didn't he? Yeah. And, you know, you could see Mark Star's like, how do I go from being a tag champion to getting teamed with Alan West? <laughs> No, what he's sitting here thinking is, I hate Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, me. So they cut to break. They come back to the desk. Um, they're going to do the rundown of the card. So they basically run down the card as Nasty Boys are start. Well, I think, did I already go through this? I already told the match. Did I tell the match? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've told, we've told the matches, and yeah. they just reiterate them again. Yeah, so basically it's one through four, and then five through eight is the dream match part, and the ninth match is the cage. Uh, so they're back at the desk. They talk about the Super Tour 87. They throw it to the video package, and it's the same piece of crap they did last week. Now, I do want to say I did notice two things in this uh, from last week that I didn't pick up. Uh, we are talking about you didn't know where that Rocky Johnson footage was. Um, it looks to me like it was at the Superdome, I th- but I may be wrong. I think I know where it's at. Where's that? I think it was at... One of those Pro Wrestling USA tapings. Because okay. they did those in what, 85 ish? Because you can tell it's, it's it, Rocky was really thinner then. 
It's it's yeah, server. It, it, but it, it looks like it's in a dome. Is what, is what I'm saying. Or a big okay. stadium. Well, see, they did the Meadowlands. Okay, uh, it so can totally be that then. It it's either that because I'm thinking when you say that the dome that would put that would actually it might be more you might be closer to it because. Um, I think the Dirty White Boys were in Mid-South in 85, so that would, would probably be about right time-wise that uh, he'd bring in Johnson and somebody for the big dome show go against the, the Dirty White Boys. So you might be more on more on the line. All right, we got to speed this up. Uh, we got four minutes. Uh, uh, one more thing I noticed, I'll make it really quick. Jerry Sags, when he's coming to the ring, is listed as Jerry Saganovich. Yeah, that's his, yeah, that's what he was. That's what he worked as for. And as a reference, what was his name? Oh, something I didn't notice this time. Did you notice who Pat Tanak and Paul Diamond was working in their little clips? I didn't. Midnight Rockers. Oh, there we go. Yeah. So we go back to studio, back to Lance, and he's trying his uh, his best to put over this horrible dream match gimmick show. Uh, he's hard selling his butt off for it. Uh, telling Eddie what a great job he did yes. promoting this. Yeah, he's selling it so hard, trying to get it over, and he knows it's a getting over like a, it's gonna get over like a fart in church. Um, you know, he talks about the cage again. Uh, you know, that's the one that, that big cage. You know, they it's got they can walk around. Uh, Lance then signs off. The music hits. The video cuts off, and I put, thank goodness, this is over. I'd rather be kicked in the nuts and have to watch this episode again and take notes on it. <laughs> I put whoever whoever came up with this idea and booked this should be fired. In which I think what I figured out by watching the next the, the next episode was they have a new booker, so they're not going to fire their new booker. It books this crap, but uh, no Brickhouse, no Lawler. I think uh, I think Tojo is gone. He hasn't been on there in a while on any cards or any TVs. Hey, I, I think Tojo's gone. Um, yeah, no Lawler, no Brick House. Um, so, this show just, I mean, even though it was the B show, I'm sure the A show of the loop, you know, it, it was, I had to be about, it had to be about the, you know, show the, this horrible idea of dream matches. Cause I looked at Nash, I found Nashville's card for that's for, uh, August 1st. It was Dream Matches too. It was the same card. So they did this around the horn, around the loop. Um, so that's what the studio show would, would have been booked about. So at the A show, I don't think it would different. We would have got more studio matches, but it's still been all, all the angles would have been killed and, you know, went on and just pushed this horrible idea of a dream thing. But um, that's my part. I, ugh, I can't say anymore. It was so bad. So I don't know what I, what I can say on top of it. On top of yours, it was uh, it, it was rough. I don't know if I'd rather be kicked in the balls, but <laughs> but it was rough, dude. I think what what made it worse, it probably wouldn't have been that bad of a show if we wasn't at, the week before was wouldn't have been so good, angle driven, you know. Yeah, I think that's what what made this so bad, you know. But I don't know. We got about a minute. Anything you want to add? No. You I'm glad this is over. Yeah, I, I like I always when I post it, I always put the link to watch this show. I please watch this show because you if if you never have watched it and watch them just to see how bad this was um, compared to the week before. And, but yeah, um, next week like I said I watched next week's whole show. Oh man, um, 
a lot of crazy things happen, but it's a it. It's a lot better than this, but yeah, there's no Booker in town, and it's gonna be interesting to see where they go from that hard-driven thing. But all right, anything else? We're, we are pretty much out of time. Let's do it. All right, for Jeremiah Plunkett and Quick Charisma. Hey, that's me. Thanks for listening, and God bless. Bye, bye, everybody. <laughs>